Hi, I'm Lindsay Boomershine, brand manager of High Five Gear. H5G has thousands of designs to choose from and no hidden artwork fees. How awesome is that? Have your jersey tell your story. Order online at www.high5gear.com today. Add H5G into your wardrobe and show off your individuality. Use code ABOVE180 at checkout for $20 off any H5G style. Order today and enjoy high5gear.com. Hey, bowlers, Bowling This Month is back. Bowling This Month is bowling's trusted technical resource that's relied upon by thousands of serious bowlers, pro shop operators, and professional coaches. From independent ball reviews to great instructional articles on all facets of our sport, you'll find it all at bowlingthismonth.com. For less than the price of a cup of coffee per month, you can have online access to Bowling This Month's premium technical bowling content that will help you improve your game. Bowling This Month is so confident you'll be satisfied, they're offering a 14-day money-back guarantee to all subscribers. Check out BowlingThisMonth.com and sign up today. You can hear Above 180 on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your iPhone, Android phone, Kindle Fire, and beyond, on demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free at Stitcher.com or in the app stores. Stitcher Smart Radio, the smarter way to listen to radio. Tim Berg is ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews, coaching, to drilling layouts, and the stars of the PBA. Now, here's your host, Tim Berg. Joining me on the Above180.com podcast is Lindsay Boomershine and Kyle Troop. Lindsay is the brand manager with High Five Gear. Kyle has two PBA titles and eight regional titles. Kyle and Lindsay, it's Tim Burke here. Thanks for joining me today. I'm so excited to be here. I'm always excited to do this. So thank you for having me once again. And I'm excited that Kyle gets to join us this time as well. Yeah, thank you for having me on the show. You know, really, really exciting. Uh, knock out a little bit of this drive, you know, talk about some bowling, high five, and whatnot. We're pretty excited to be on. Yeah, let's begin right there with High Five. Lindsay, you're the brand manager with High Five Gear. Let's talk about what. Um, uh, let's talk about the product, the High Five Gear, and how you guys have evolved. You know, these the dye supplemented shirt industry has been one of these things that probably over the last five to ten to fifteen years we've seen just continue to grow. And really, High Five Gear was at the forefront of that. Yes, uh, you know, when Todd started this company, you know, he just had a love for bowling and the passion for the sport, and he just took it you know, from golf, because I think you saw it years ago when it first started with golf. And he's like, I could see bowling being like this, you know, in years to come. And it's really grown tremendously. And just, you know, we're a small company, but we're just a company that works really well together. And we try to do new ideas. We spend a lot, we have spent a lot of time on our material. Uh, it's a, it's a fitted material. It's kind of similar to like the Nike sport material that you get in tennis, uh, just for someone that does, isn't familiar with our products. It's very breathable. It's more of a stretchy athletic fit. And that was kind of really important to Todd. And then once I came on the team, because when, you know, you're bowling, it's an athletic sport, you know, some places don't have like the best air conditioning, you know, you're sweating. This material really helps you, you know, have, kind of a cool comfort, um, anything from Kyle wears the pants, I wear the skirts. you know, we just really thrived on 
you know, having everything be very breathable. And it took us a long time to get there. And I think that now, you know, our quality because of that material is just really above none. And I've, you know, worn other jerseys, seen other jerseys, felt the material. And they're all great companies as well, and I'm glad they're involved in the sport of bowling. But I think that really is what sets us apart. Um, And then we just came out with new uh, workout slash practice capris for the women. They're awesome. They're one of my favorite pairs. And then we just came out with uh, the H5G bowling pant that is USBC approved, and that's awesome as well. And I'm sure that Kyle can elaborate more on that since he always has all of our pants on. And, uh, you know, we're just, we're just really excited. We've gotten to this point and we just really thrive on our customer service and quality of our products. Yeah. So Kyle, so let's talk about how you come up with some of your Jersey designs and how Alyssa and the whole crew at high five gear help you and work with you to create that or with anyone, frankly, who's, who's interested in getting a Jersey made. Yeah, uh, you know, my, my style is definitely uh, one of a kind. And, you know, High Five, working with Alyssa and, and whatnot, you know, they really, really helped me come up with some of the designs. Um, as far as, like, where I get it from, you know, I kind of just any random ideas that come into mind, you know, my fish outfits or stars and stripes for storm and rudder grip, you know, whatever it may be, uh, you know, Shutterstock is a big place that I normally start uh, looking for designs and graphics and if I see a picture that I like you know it's pretty easy I'm able to just you know send that picture over to Alyssa uh, describe you know kind of what I'm seeing in a jersey design and you know they whip something up you know really quick and normally it's right on point Um, my recent design I've kind of went with kind of like a not really superhero type uh, Iron Man type look with different colors and designs and you know they uh they tweaked a tweaked a different picture up and you know they've come up with really good designs uh, as far as the pants go you know i i was wearing loudmouth golf pants for a while but once i switched over to high five pants uh one just the comfort level was an unbelievable difference uh, and two you know just the the style the fit of them you know definitely uh fit me a lot better than you know what i was wearing before but just all around, you know, the Z and the pants, the designs, uh, Alyssa McMullen does a fantastic job with my wide variety of ideas and outfits. So you know, I'm really, really excited to be representing the brand and wearing their clothes. So I'm going to throw some questions back and forth to Kyle and Lindsay. Kyle, I'd love to get your take on some things. I know you mentioned you're driving, you're heading up to upstate New York bowling, the U.S. Open. Then we got the World Series of Bowling coming up as well very shortly. Talk about what you're doing to prepare as it's a very busy month for you. Yeah, you know, the U.S. Open World Series is coming up the next three weeks, probably the biggest month of of the year in the PBA. Uh, As far as preparations go, you know, I've been doing a lot of bowling. You know, it is my job, but, you know, just trying to stay sharp, uh, trying to repeat as many shots as I can in practice sessions, you know, or tournaments that may be. Um, I just say I feel like my game is probably at the top that it's ever been. You know, I've been bowling really well the last couple months. Got to experience an international stop at Thailand. So really gaining experience from the Weber Cup and Thailand, just trying to embrace every tournament, learn, you know, learn something from the negatives, take the positives. And um, physically, you know, I've actually – 
caught a lazy bone in the summer and quit going to the gym. But uh, the last month or so, I've really been getting back into the gym, making sure my body is in top shape. You know, with 56 possible games we bowled at the U.S. Open, you know, I definitely need to be feeling great as far as my body goes. And, you know, lastly, uh, mentally, you know, just really the last several tournaments I've bowled trying to, you know, focus on the process and just stay in the moment of bowling and not really get not really get too upset or too hyped up in a good game or a bad game because, you know, with these tournaments coming up, we have so many games. You really just have to keep your emotions pretty pretty level key throughout the whole thing. And, you know, preparing mentally beforehand really helps you come, you know, day of qualifying. Yeah, so Kyle, on that point, do um, I guess would you say do you do you, are your expectations for the U.S. Open different than maybe a, a, a local tournament where you know the scores are going to be maybe a little bit higher, where the U.S. Open is traditionally a, a grind them out sort of event? Yeah, I mean, you know, as far as expectations for you know the U.S. Open compared to any other tournament, you know, I always expect to be doing great. You know, whatever the pace may be, you know, if the pace is high, well, we're all bowling on the high scoring pace the pace is low we're all bowling on the same pattern so just kind of got to take it for how it is but you know i haven't had the best success at the u.s open in the past um but like i said you know my game feels probably the best it's ever felt so definitely expecting to try and make my first match play run and with 24 games of match play anything can happen and maybe we can get the throw back on the show And, Lindsay, you were out competing a lot on the PWBA Tour this summer as well. Talk about that for you when you went into some of those tour events because it was traditionally the same sort of a deal where you didn't know what you were bowling on. You knew it was probably going to be challenging and um, and how your mindset was as well versus sometimes when you do know the shot or you know it's a more of a, a pattern you can score on a little bit easier. Yeah, I mean, basically, you know, kind of what Kyle said and touching on that is saying, you know, in the moment, in the process, uh, you know, physically, I think that if you come off a day and you're like, you know, I threw it really good and, you know, you make all your spares, you know, that was kind of my goal uh, for each tournament since we didn't know what we were bowling on. So, I mean, some weeks we did and some weeks we didn't. But especially the weeks that we didn't know what we were bowling on, I really just tried to le- read the lane from, pe- like, pair to pair of what it gave me. And it was kind of a different, you know, approach to it. But I think that mentally it helped me because, we're so kind of like, well, you know, where's the lane pattern and, you know, where's the graph and what are we bowling on and what length it is, what, what is it and what is the ratio and is it two to one, three to one, you know, and I think all those things kind of put a, I guess you could say, you know, perspective of like where you should be playing the, what, the lanes and what ball you should, what balls you should be using. And I think that that, um, kind of helped me because, you know, we didn't know what the length was. You could guess. Uh, you didn't know what type of lane service we were bowling on, which, you know, plays into everything. Uh, you didn't know, you know, where traditionally the house plays, if the gutter hooks or the middle hook, you, you know, the, the pairs that are in front of the front desk are usually the most used. I mean, just the characteristics of everything. And when we didn't know the lane pattern, we took all of those things into play. So I kind of created a whole process and worked really intensely with my husband, um, Hank, on knowing what bowling balls and knowing, you know, what the ball does, what the core is, what the cover is, you know, how I could change it, um, you know, just my PAP, drill patterns, everything. And I think that that really did help me and kind of encompassed everything that 
you know, I'm really about and trying to achieve as a bowler. One of the things that I see if you go out and bowl just your amateur lower tier tournaments is you'll, you'll, you always hear a lot of complaining. Oh, this guy's not doing this right. He's not playing the lanes right. He's too far left. He's too far right. People <laughs> on my pair are this way. It's something, though, that you guys probably both see as well in some of in the events you're bowling, but you can't let it get to you. So, how, Lindsay, what's a tip that you use when you're out there? And, Kyle, you're next on this one. How do you guys handle that sort of thing to just focus on what you're doing in the game at hand as opposed to worrying about something that you can't control? Yeah, I mean, you said it. You can't control it. So I don't really – I kind of put, you know, blindfolds on. You know, when I'm bowling – you know, you're, it's an individual sport, so it's basically you, and you can do everything from the fall line back, and I would think about it that way, and then you could try to control what happens from, you know, basically until you release the ball to the head pin, uh, and that's just ball choice and ball selection. So, you know, my new thing and my new motto is, like, know your stuff. You know, know everything, um, you know, work hard, and... You know, like I said, it's just you and the pins, you and the lanes. It's not anyone else or what they're doing. And everyone plays a different part of the lane. So at that point, everyone has a different, unique, individual style that they bring to the sport of bowling, which is why I love this sport so much. So, yeah, I kind of just my own thing. And, yeah, just uh, to point out what Lindsay said, you know, going back to your question, like, like she said, uh, you know, there, there's so many different variables in this sport. So you pretty much want to try and keep it as simple as possible. And, you know, it is an individual sport, so you are bowling your own game. Um, a tip that I would say, you know, you have to trust in yourself and believe in your own game. Uh, myself being a two-handed bowler, I am a little different than, you know, the likes of Jason Belmonte or Anthony Simonson. I tend to play the lanes a little different than some of the other high-power players. So sometimes, you know, I'm – Playing the, playing the lanes is different than anybody in the tournament, but you just have to trust in your own game, believe in yourself, and just try and keep it simple because you know, you're trying to knock down 10 pins, choose the right ball, throw it the correct way. So worrying about you know what this guy's doing or what this person's doing, it's only going to fog your, fog your path to the shot at hand. And you, know, you really just want to keep it as simple as possible. And you know, the big thing, yeah, I've said it before, but focus on the process and stay in the moment. You know, that, that can be taken in so many different ways, but that's a, a big tip, you know, just to simplify the game and simplify the variables that you can control. And Kyle, speaking of variables, I'm sure one of the nice variables that bowlers that wear the High Five Gear brand do not have to worry about is that am I going to be warm? Is it going to be too warm in the center? Are my clothes going to stick to me? So, Lindsay, talk about how when High Five Gear is developing a product, how you guys work with the bowlers and help them so they actually have feedback and input into the brand of clothing and what you guys are developing. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, the first thing we do when developing either, you know, the new men's pants or the new women's capris or even back to the original, just, you know, when we were simply doing jerseys is, you know, we would have a material, have a couple of test materials and then send it out to our staffers. And we'd be like, hey, can you go bowl on these? Let us know, how, you know, how you feel, you know, comfort levels. You know, we basically would test as much as we possibly could. And, you know, we, like Todd is always a huge supporter of bowling, but he also wants the best staff, which means the best people. He wants good, kind-hearted souls. So 
when we put everyone on staff, that's kind of our whole goal, goal is to be, you know, a great bowler and a great person. And, you know, in achieving that, basically with, you know, our great staff that we have, you know, they take extra time. So it gives us better feedback, which makes us, you know, build and produce better products. And that's basically, you know, how we got to where we are today. We couldn't have done it without our H5G staff. And currently, like as the brand manager, I do manage the staff and I work closely with them. And they've just been tremendous. Everyone that's been on our staff has been awesome. Uh, And, you know, that's basically what's helped us get to this point and to achieve, you know, not only you know, great customer service, but also a great quality of the product. And that's really mainly our two goals and to be heavily involved in bowling because, like I said, we all love the sport. I do. And, you know, that's why Todd, our owner, started this whole thing um, a few years ago. And Kyle, what's it feel like when Lindsay emails you, texts you, calls you and says, hey, I got some new, you know, some new gear I want you to try out and go out and bowl. What, what's, what goes through your head? Yeah, I mean, uh, I remember whenever they came out with, uh, I believe they just recently tweaked the, the high-five gear pants a little bit, and, and whenever I got the email, you know, I was definitely excited to try on the new pants, and, you know, just to, to feel, you know, to feel a part of the brand and, you know, the development of the product, not just being just a bowler wearing the jerseys, but actually being able to input feedback and, you know, well, you know, I kind of like this about the pants, or I don't like this about the pants. Yeah, it just really makes you feel more a part of the team and, you know, more integrated and high five as a whole. You know, we're not just the brand and the bowlers. You know, we're all all together as one team at high five gear. And so it just really you know, helps, you know, it makes you feel more involved with everything. And you know, it's great to be testing out the products, really getting a, a sneak peek at, you know, how the field and new stuff is. And, you know, uh, like I said, the jerseys and the pants, you know, Especially with having all this hair on my head, I get extra hot sometimes bowling. But, uh, you know, the materials definitely keep me cool uh, going through all the bowling centers and whatnot. So, you know, it's really, really an awesome brand to be a part of. All right. Again, Lindsay Boomershine here and Kyle Troop joining us to just doing some chatting about some things. So both you guys have been involved in bowling uh, on the collegiate level and been, and for Kyle, you've been involved with your dad being on the PBA tour. You've been involved since you guys probably as long as you can remember. What gave you guys both, though, your passion for bowling? Uh, well, my passion for bowling started when uh, I watched my uncle, Tom Baker, bowl for so many years. And when I was a little kid, you know, every time that he was around the New York area, my dad used to take me and just to watch him bowl on that professional level and to watch him bowl on TV and just like one of the nicest guys you could ever meet. Um, just really seeing him on TV. I just knew that one day I wanted to be where he was. And I mean, he's still, you know, he's over 60 now and he's still bowling amazing and he's still winning, you know, at a high level. So that's kind of my goal. He's always been in shape. He's always awesome. And it just really, you know, once I saw him on TV, I think I was five years old and I just knew that that's what I wanted to do, you know, for the rest of my life. And I was lucky enough to get a full ride to go to a great college and win an NCAA title and, you know, kind of work hard from that point from graduating and, you know, getting where I am today. I'm very grateful, you know, just for all the opportunities that bowling has, you know, brought into me. And I'm very appreciative of that. Yeah, and, you know, similar to Lindsay, you know, I definitely had uh, inspiration at a young age, you know, with my father, 
Guppy Troop. Uh, you know, traveling around, I was I pretty much grew up in a bowling center. You know, ever since I was three or four years old, you know, traveling with him to the regionals, bowling the pro ams for as long as I can remember. And just you know, not only him on the lanes, but just the whole atmosphere. You know, bowling bowling always seemed really cool growing up, and also it kind of helped that I wasn't very good at basketball or you know too small to play football. And uh, but you know, Guppy was my biggest inspiration. You know, he was uh, you know he won a lot on television. Obviously, that was before I was born. So being able to grow up and you know just look back at you know the things that he done, but then the amount of fans that he gained and just the way that he interacted with the people, you know, uh, really drove me towards the sport because not all professional sports can you really, you know, get, you know, one on one with the professional and really relate to the fans in many different ways. So, you know, not only my father, but just the way that the sport is and the interaction with the fans uh, really drove me to the sport. I also had a, a good amount of success at a young age, so I was able to stick with it. And, you know, two-handed bowling being a little bit of a different style kind of brought some attention. But, you know, I wasn't really trying to seek the attention. I was just being a kid, having fun bowling. And, you know, I've had a great PBA career so far. And, you know, uh, my dad having eight national and 42 regional, that's going to be my goal because I hear it from him all the time and I'm never going to reach that many titles. So uh, <laughs> as I'm older now, you know, that's definitely my inspiration to, uh, get around him in national titles, hopefully be a part of the PBA Hall of Fame, you know, when I get older, since that was one thing that he came just short of in his career, so I can get a little one-up on him later on down the road. <laughs> well, one of the things you mentioned there, Kyle, a little bit was the, the pro-ams. You guys both talked about that. Let's let's bring this down to maybe that local bowler that you, you guys run into or you see a lot when you're crossing in these pro-ams. Lindsay, you do coaching as well with your husband, Hank. You do clinics and all sorts of stuff to help and give back to the sport. But what's one thing that you guys see that um, that a, a, your normal bowlers really need? If they would work on, it would you know almost instantly improve their game. Well, actually, I just practiced today. So what me and Hank were working on, which I think, you know, sometimes you just need to go back to like the basics. You know, maybe it was, you know, 10 years ago, but if you could do a one step, a three step, and then I, I take five steps. So it depends on how many steps you actually take. If you could break your game down into those three steps and you could have the same release, the same balance, all those types of things, obviously your ball speed is going to be, you know, slightly slower because you're taking less and less steps. But if you could you know, kind of mimic the same exact thing and then add it to your full approach. I think it would help any bowler at any, you know, talent level or, you know, longevity level achieve, you know, if they want to average 220 in league or whatever their goal is for that year, I think that that would help them tremendously and honestly improve them um, for time to come. And it's really simple because you could do it by yourself while you're practicing um, because, you know, you can't watch yourself in bowling, so sometimes it's hard. <laughs> and, you know, just another tip to add to that. Um, you know, a big thing, you know, the game is very complicated. So, you know, one thing that I learned at a young age was, you know, my dad always said, strikes are for show and spares, spares make the toe. So, uh, <laughs> you know, one, if you don't have a plastic ball, I would definitely recommend doing that. But, uh, you know, really focus on your spares because, you know, people definitely want to, definitely want to throw strikes. They want to see their ball hook. And, you know, sometimes they can just kind of let the spares go by and not focus as much on the spare. 
So, uh, you know, spares are a very important part of the game. You know, the professional level is that can be something that separates somebody from winning and making cuts versus just missing them, you know, is a couple spares. So, uh, you know, spares are very important in the game and, you know, balance, just balance at the foul line, you know, is another big key in the game. You know, uh, proper knee bend, you know, uh, a trail leg. It's a, a big thing that I actually learned uh, after I thought I was doing well in the sport. And then I was taught about balance at the foul line. And, you know, that kind of definitely took me to the next level. But, you know, I think a big thing to focus on, you know, spares can really bring any, you know, anybody from, you know, 180 average to 200 or 200 to 210, you know, just by making two more spares a game. So, you know, keeping your game simple, focusing on your spares and balance at the foul line could definitely be a few tips to point on. And the one thing that I hear from both of you, as Kyle, you said you're you were preparing for the the Open, uh, the U.S. Open, and then the World Series. And Lindsay, you're just out practicing with your husband. That practice is key for this too. If you're bowling three games a week and, and you're just bowling a league night, you can't get too frustrated when you're missing four or five easy spares a night and shooting five sixty versus uh, going out and practicing during the week and putting in that time. And, you know, it takes something, too. You have to – the only way you're going to get better is to get out there on the lanes and try and maybe take a lesson, come, you know, join, a, go to a clinic. There's a bunch of great coaches, a lot of people running great clinics out there as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I've always been, you know, a practicer. I think it's important. I think hard work, you know, pays off uh, – I actually saw a video of me from three years ago, and from the video that I took today, it was the difference was astronomical. It was so much better, less moving parts. You know, Kyle kind of touched on that. You know, the simpler, the better, just because, you know, you're trying to basically repeat. And if you have a lot more moving parts, it's harder to repeat. And so, you know, today I think another tip for like an average league bowler is if you're trying to get better or you go to these clinics, you go get these lessons, you know, say, Hey, I'm going to take day one f- uh, video. And that's kind of what we do with our students. We always do video analysis and I go, make sure you mark like day one and then, you know, maybe day 50 and, you know, set a goal for yourself. You always need a goal, whether that's five pins higher in league but, you know, you can't get frustrated if you don't put in the time and the work. And I'm a huge, huge believer of that. All right. Well, before we end our time, uh, we both, uh, you both are all on staff with Storm and Throw the Storm and Roto Grip line. So, Kyle, I'll begin with you first. What, what are you liking and what are you seeing in the new line that, uh, that in some of the new releases that Storm and Roto Grip have out there? You know, I've really been impressed with uh, a lot of the most recent releases between Storm and Roto Grip. Um, Probably my most favorite ball right now would still have to be the Storm Code Red. Uh, and that's one of the most versatile asymmetric balls that I've thrown in a very long time. You know, I've been able to throw it on multiple patterns. It rolled well at the Weber Cup, rolled well in Thailand, rolled well in the regional back home. So, you know, that's been one of the most very impressive and versatile balls. <clears throat> Sorry. Most versatile balls in our line. Um, you know, the, the Rotor Grip Show Off was another favorite of mine. You know, it's uh, definitely a, a different piece in the bag that uh, most bowlers probably don't have. You know, having a weaker core with such a strong cover to it, it really adds, you know, a shape that a lot of bowlers probably don't have in their bags. And, you know, that ball's really matched up on, you know, a lot on a heavier volume, heavier or a longer oil pattern. Uh, that's, you know, to not be an asymmetrical ball <clears throat> with such a high ball speed for me, uh, that ball's really 
been able to open up the lane for me on longer patterns. And probably my most favorite ball is the Storm Phase 2. It's a little bit of an older one, but yeah, that's uh, a benchmark ball that I can't go anywhere without. And I would probably have to say the new Intense that just came out um, is amazing. And it's it's a new core and cover stock. And actually Hank did a lot of the developing on it. And we did a lot of the testing. And it just it, it's a new piece to put in your bag. It's a new shape. And I would suggest everyone going and checking it out on our website. There's, you know, the PAP details and everything that you would need to know about it. It's definitely a piece that I would add to the, car, the arsenal that Kyle already uh, discussed. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't touch on the intense. I actually drilled mine last week, so I haven't got to throw it in tournament competition yet. But, you know, an asymmetric pearl, I'm, not a, I'm normally not someone that throws pearls too often. But that ball was very impressive in the two practice sessions that I've had. So, you know, like you said, the go-to balls are great, but these new balls can really fill the gaps, you know, in your bag where you may need them. Awesome stuff. Well, best of luck, Kyle and Lindsay. We'll catch up with you guys down the road. And, again, check out highfivegear.com, highfivegear.com, and uh, all the great stuff there that we talked about in the podcast. All right. Thanks for having me.